everybody, and welcome to episode 5 of Murder Blows. You got all four ladies here today, reacting as Violet takes us through the Slenderman case. This is Sasha, joined by... Cody. Uh, Violet. And Maisie. So, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get going! I'm so proud of us. Yes. Yay, farter. We did it. Farter. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you said that in one of the last episode, and I was like, what the hell? What farter? Nope. Fodder. F-O-D-D-E-R. Oh, fodder. Fodder. I totally know what's happening. Was it a curse word? Did I just curse another language? No. Fodder is a word for, like, extraneous. It's used in war. Like, oh. for the people that are extras that you can shoot. Oh, shit. So it's just extra talking. <laughs> um, or, you know what? Let me just, let's Google this just to be 900%. I mean, it's not important. Does, <laughs> just... that, make, does that make us crime fodder? I mean, basically. <laughs> just talking extra shit. Oh, I was crime wrong. Fodder. Man, I was wrong and I want to edit it out so bad, but I'm Don't not going to. Don't do it. Save it for corrections <laughs> corner. So fodder is uh, a food, especially dried hay or feed for cattle or other livestock. I had no idea. Uh, me too, neither. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Like, what is it? Is it cannon fodder or coffin fodder? Cannon fodder is what I was thinking of. Yeah. So basically you become food for the cannon. Nice. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, like that scene in the Patriot when the fucking cannonball rolls that guy's leg off. Oh my god, that movie fucked me up. I love that movie, even though Mel Gibson doesn't like my people. He might. <laughs> Zach, every time I talk about it, someone's like, he hung out with a rabbi. I'm like, that does not make him a good person. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I had Sorry, the biggest Gibson, if you're listening. <laughs> oh... Oh, Jer was not appreciative of our underwear talk, but whatever. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I, not... have a, I have a MeUndies story. Oh, yeah. Also, not spawn. Spawn says MeUndies, please. MeUndies. So, John, he's going to hate me talking about his underwear, but he also doesn't listen, so this is what he gets. Um, <laughs> he is very, he very much loves his two pairs of MeUndies that he has so far, but he also bought, like, a cheap pair of underwear from, like, TJ Maxx, and... Mm -hmm. He was folding laundry last night, and a pair of TJ Maxx underwear, like, legit ripped open. Like, totally shredded. And he was oh like, I just can't. He was like, in an Irish accent, and I'm not going to do it because I'm going to butcher it. But he was like, I can't wait for me undies. And he goes, <laughs> that's why they call it that. <laughs> can't wait for me undies. No, that was just undies. I am wearing my brand new bamboo print me undies today. So Aww, I feel so very springy today. I ordered, I, that was John's birthday gift was the MeUndies subscription, and so I get to see what he gets before he gets it, and he's getting a really cute cactus pair, yes. and I really want it for myself, but sponsor us MeUndies, hi! Yeah, do you guys know what dim sum is? No. It's, it's basically Chinese tapas. Just kidding. Um, 
<laughs> and so, like, you go out to dim sum with your friends, and you get, like, a, a steam basket of dumplings and, like, some wrap stuff and, like... Yes. Some vegetables, right? And all... No peanut butter, but, um... Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Go back to episode four. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Jared just got the print called Get Some, and... It was little dim sum dumplings all over it. It was so cute. <laughs> I freaking love it. Hi, so, MeUndies. Yes, still, <laughs> still in love with MeUndies. Um, I do have a corrections corner for myself. <gasps> okay. As I was editing, I realized I was like, I have to look up the name of the city so I don't screw it up. And then I not once named the city in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the city, all of this, uh, all of the murders were happening in or around is called Entebbe, E-N-T-E-B-B-E, Entebbe. So nice. correct that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Keep that correction to yourself, everybody. Ooh. We fixed Ooh, it. it. It's good. Also, fodder, the third definition says, <laughs> <laughs> people considered as readily available and of little value. Not that I think our talking is a little bad. <laughs> but I just mean it's not as valuable as our sweet, sweet murder stories. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Father. So I have this really dumb story. I don't even know if it's going to be funny, but I was like laugh crying in bed. Uh, so I have been watching a ton of forensic files before yes. bed, which could be a good or a bad thing. But how? But, when? When else are you supposed to watch Forensic Files? That's fair. I, who watches always, it at like two in the afternoon over a bowl of dim sum? No, I don't know. Dim sum noodles. I got it. <laughs> Some Direction noodles corner. are involved. Well, there we go. Not totally yeah. wrong. Um, no. but so I wasn't paying attention. I don't remember what I was doing, but I wasn't paying any attention, and all of a sudden. I hear, and I have it turned up really loud because I can't hear anything uh, most generally. So all of a sudden I just hear, it's dead quiet, and you hear like the dun-dun, and it gets quiet. And this guy that they're interviewing goes, yeah, she was a lying-ass bitch. (laughs) What? (laughs) I couldn't, I was laughing so hard I couldn't Snapchat it, I couldn't. I couldn't even bring myself, like, I just couldn't stop laughing. And I, I only got to rewind it once just to see it again. I'm literally going to go through the entire thing just to find this, like, diabetes-looking gentleman going, she was a lying-ass bitch. Okay, here's, here's what I want you to do. When you find it, send me that, like, Snapchat or whatever, and I'll post it on Twitter when we release this episode because that's going to be hella funny. Yes. Oh, and the Instagram. God. And the Instagram. Oh, my God, I already forgot about it. Future shout out to our future Instagram for us. <laughs> so meta. Everything so, is meta. So yeah, that was my. I just yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have a um another. I'm too afraid of the world story for you guys. Cool. So in my um surprise, I'm allergic to everything outside. Fit yesterday, I'm like driving to Walgreens, and I go to the bad Walgreens because it's 1.2 miles away from my work, and I'm desperate at this point. And um, I go in and I get my stuff, and everyone has their pants to their ankles, which is not a good look for anyone. I don't know why. <laughs> 
you know, and no one will make eye contact with me, which is perfectly fine because I'm not into it. And so I get my medicine and I get my drink because I need a drink to take my medicine. And I check out and the lady was lovely at the checkout. It was, she was so nice. And so I think that put me off guard because then I walked outside and as the door swooped open, this small child jumped towards me and said, um, excuse me, ma'am, would you like to buy some candy? Oh my and God. And I was like, uh, well, so hold on. There was a pause in between. Excuse me, ma'am. She was like, excuse me, ma'am. And I keep walking and I turn back and go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not playing no games. I'm literally looking over my shoulder for her parents just to make sure I'm not going to get jumped. And she's like, would you like to buy some candy? And the weird thing is, it's not like the candy boxes that you would get at school for fundraisers with like the pop top or whatever. It literally looks like they just bought a bulk amount of peanut M&Ms. And I'm like, no, I don't want candy <laughs> to fund your parents' drug habit. Like, I was going to say, those are laced with something. It was just so scary that I was just like, no, no, get away from me. Okay. <laughs> Small child. What if you open the bag, though, and in fact, there were 20 marijuana cigarettes? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's going to come up every episode. <laughs> Hashtag throwback Thursday, even though it's not Thursday. <laughs> right. Flashback Friday. No, we don't release on Friday. No, it's what am I doing Wednesday? What am I doing with my life Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, the most Record. important thing ever. <laughs> Audio journalism. I just pulled that this out of nowhere. Jam. I have okay. a funny tidbit about yes. millennials. Oh, lower don't... tier millennials than we are. Not like oh, I was no. like, don't make me fight you. Call no, no, no. Like one more time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not not. Millennial wasn't the right word. More like younger Young generation. Chitlins. <laughs> Chitlins. So, so small. Okay, so I work at a coffee shop. I have a coworker who just turned 19. So I Aww. already I already <laughs> ignore 90% of what comes out of her mouth anyway. And I said something about Unsolved Mysteries, and she said, like, from BuzzFeed? Aww. And I, I literally just walked to the back. Oh, poor sweet baby. I was like, no. Do yourself Ooh. a favor and YouTube search Unsolved Mysteries. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, man. YouTube. Well, no, sorry. I was going to say YouTube changed my life. Unsolved Mysteries changed my life. Like from BuzzFeed? <laughs> okay. That's fair, though, because the only conversation I have with my 19-year-old coworkers is vigorously quoting Cardi B. So, <laughs> you're ahead of the game. Like, every five minutes is, I make money moves. Like, she's <laughs> been my inspiration lately. <laughs> <laughs> I've never related more to someone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, Tiffany Haddish. I love her. I don't know I don't if I know. know who she is. Tiffany Haddish. She there. Mm, she made a scene at the Oscars with Maya Rudolph. She oh, presented. Oh, they both came out okay. with no shoes on, and she talked about how she wanted Meryl Streep to play her mom yeah. in a movie. Okay. I'm yeah, fine. No, I missed all of that. I'm so Shh. behind on the pop culture. <laughs> Me She's too. Hilarious. I'll send you a video. She's great. <laughs> Murder Blows takes a second to talk about pulp, pop, pulp culture. Oh my god. Pulp Fiction? <laughs> I love that movie. Did you know Pulp Fiction was one of the first, like, circular reference movies where <laughs> they start the movie in the middle and then they come back to the beginning? Well, Reservoir Dogs did that too. But yes, 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 yes. Before Pulp Fiction? I don't think so. <laughs> no, it. Uh -oh. 
Ooh, I'm gonna correction corner you right now. No, <laughs> it's a Tarantino. Reservoir Dogs was like Tarantino's first movie. So, well, and then shit, it <laughs> but I'm yeah, sorry. you're not wrong. It is one of the first. Even Jarvis I know nothing is about movies. I can hear it. There's a kid. No, it's not Jarvis. This one's Harvey. Harvey, Harvey the princess. Um, P.S. I'm moving this week, so hopefully the new podcast setup will be like less angering to my cats please don't walk across the whole desk nope oh god please just don't nope come here okay ouch all right <laughs> if we get disconnected lap. we know it's jarvis Has Har- <laughs> harvey's being the <laughs> say hello no okay oh could have had an elvis yeah. moment could have but oh uh harvey's a princess so oh, oh. That's true. She doesn't like her nose to be cold, so she just shoves her nose into my arm arm crease. Same. Elbow, opposite elbow. Same. Okay, I need you to relax. Look, I'm going to make you a burrito. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're purring now. See, burrito. Okay, you need to yeah. turn your camera on for this. I need to Yeah, see- right? I want to know what a burrito is. Oh, you just wrap your cat up like a burrito. They love it. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> correction. Most cats. Most cats. <laughs> Not my cats. Aww. I cuddled with Lebowski for a solid two and a half minutes, and then he bit my face. So, mm, <laughs> so it's like cuddling with Mari, who is a oh. dog, not a cat, but she still <laughs> is not here for it. She's very sassy, like her namesake. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I love how I was like, people like our podcast, because we get right to it. <laughs> Twelve minutes later. <laughs> so. <laughs> I am so ready for you, Violet. Where are we? So, spoiler alert to the audience. Everyone else is pretty much spoiled on what I'm doing. So, I was really really nervous about doing this. I don't know why. Uh, But, yeah, I'm still kind of nervous. But I have it. And and it's here for you. And I'm at least a little bit prepared. And it is sad. I didn't think it would be sad. It would be like creepy and odd but no i it like ripped my heart out Aww, but we're ready for it to be spoopy right yeah a little, bit, a little bit scary i would i would use i don't know how we can get a hashtag of just saying the word haunting like that <laughs> i can't believe i've said that so many damn times in this podcast oh my god you have no idea my coworkers all make fun of me anytime i'm like it was haunting <laughs> god i can't so do I, H A W. Oh, uh, haunting. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll work on it. Cool. Okay. Violet, you're muted. Come on, you're the star of the show. <laughs> I had to open a beer. I'm really. <laughs> wait, if you're having a beer, I'm having. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to drink on this medicine. Just no, Sasha, that. don't you dare. It won't even work. I took I took Midol with my beer. I mean, that's like a regular thing. That's different. Yeah, um, this one is, it, it strictly says on the box not to drink, which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. Also, if you see my mic, like, mute, it's because I'm hacking up along because I've also been chain smoking. So, I'm here as your 97-year-old Jewish grandma from Chicago to tell you about the Slenderman murders. Oh, girl. Freaking love was it. Was that a good intro? <laughs> okay, so, and if I butcher these names, sorry, I was... 
I've watched so much on this. I feel like I can do it, but I might mess up the town in Wisconsin. I'm so sorry. Just really quick. Do you want us to react or do you want us to mute? I'm into it. You can do whatever you want. Like this is, this is a pretty well-known case. It was literally just settled uh, February 1st of this year. So a little over a month ago. Yeah. Uh, So, and it's been done, I'm sure like a billion times but But honestly i haven't heard anything since their most recent trial and i haven't looked anything up either just because i knew you were going to do it so i just watched the documentary it's fresh on my mind and i will wait for your pauses and react okay cool cool um try my best there we go i probably shouldn't have led with the slenderman murders but i wanted to i felt bad that i wasn't starting out with a cult but i feel like creepy pastas in itself is kind of has a cult following that's my excuse for it and it's kind of paranormal so here we go um okay so we're gonna start out it was may 31st 2014 in wakasha wakasha i just watched a video on how to pronounce this wakusha wakusha Okay, that's what I heard. (laughs) There we go. Wisconsin. Um, There were two 12-year-old girls, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser. Uh, They were having a birthday party for Morgan. Uh, It was completely supervised. It's in a very small town. uh, For ones I did not look up the population because I'm really into that for some reason. But uh, they lured their friend Peyton Lutner. Lutner, I think it's Lutner, uh, into the woods, and oh man, uh, they stabbed their friend, another twelve-year-old girl, uh, nineteen times. Uh, the girl somehow lived. Is it bad that I'm skipping right to the murder because I feel like the trial up to it or afterwards is really what we're no because they go through they go they hit literally everything in the trial. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, so for it. so the Peyton, the girl that was stabbed 19 times with, it was a like a legitimate kitchen knife. It was not like a butter knife. Like these girls knew what they were doing in a sense. Uh, she crawled to a road uh, where she was fine and she spent six days in the hospital, which is not a lot of time for being stabbed 19 times. Like, uh, but yeah. Also crawled to the road. Yes. Can you imagine being that person that found her? Oh my god. I mean, like. I mean, why did I even go there? That's so sad. Never mind. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm ready. Um, also, 19 times. Why though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, I uh, girls were naturally arrested. They were found on an interstate. Let's see, on the interstate towards. Oh, man, I had it written down. Where is it? Where is it? (sighs) Damn it. Um, Okay, so they were found, I'm just going to say, on the interstate heading toward, there it is, uh, Nicolette National Forest, which is supposedly where, this is, it's hard to really talk about this case if you don't have a massive understanding of Slenderman, uh, which I didn't. Before this, I'd played the video game, thought it was pretty creepy. He's Ew. pretty creepy looking. Uh, he originated from a Photoshop contest back in 2009 uh, on something awful, uh, which I 
thought was a Reddit thread, but I could be wrong. It could just be a website. Uh, but anyways, and it literally spawned like thousands of fan fictions and creepy poses uh, about him and what he does. So this might be a Berenstein Berenstein thing. Hmm. Whoa. I am one hundo, one hundo percent sure. I saw an episode of Unsolved Mysteries featuring the Slender Man with photographs from the 1960s way before I left my first house in East Tennessee, which would have made me under the age of 12, Ooh. which was before 2009. That's super creepy. Yeah, he he literally was created in 2009. Please okay. find that, though, Sasha. Holy oh, yeah. cow. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching like, all of them right now, so if I come across it, you <laughs> It was like on an episode right after the Loch Ness Monster. Okay, I'm gonna look for it right now. Continue. Wow. <laughs> so going to. Game on. We're I am. I am actually like downloading Unsolved Mysteries right now onto my iPad as we speak. So it's literally like right beside me. Nice. Okay. Huh? No. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, supposedly there's this mansion that he takes his proxies, um, which is kind of like a term for his, his, like, I guess they're not servants. Um, apparently in the online community, there's like a theory that Slender, I'm going to call him Slenderman because <laughs> I call him like, Slenderman. sounds like a guy in a county. Yeah. <laughs> you know old Slenderman down on the third floor? Um. <laughs> uh but yeah so uh, okay so there's this theory that he slenderman was bullied and he like uh kind of takes care of children that are put in the same situation which these girls there was never any i mean the girls talked about being bullied i think one of the most haunting things there is a whole documentary about this uh not that you want to skip this episode <laughs> but uh there is a, a large documentary about this on hbo called beware of the slenderman which is where i got 95 percent of my information or at least a solid 90 percent. but um and they go through anissa weir uh who did not actually stab the girl she did convince maureen geyser to do it that's a whole nother thing um, but they go through her, like, YouTube history and her comments, and she seems to be just, like, I mean, like, the most timid little girl. And I'm gonna call her a little girl, because even now she's, this happened in, what, 2014? So she's 16 now? Um, but, so anyways, they were picked up and arrested, uh, on the interstate, <laughs> backtracking again. Um, and there are several, several, uh, interrogation tapes that you can watch. Uh, but when they were first arrested and put on trial, this is something that you'll have to fact check me on, but I tried to find the article again where I read it, but I have it written down in my notes. Oh, actually it's right here. Um, so at first when the girls were arrested, they were charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide, and they were set to be tried as adults. Uh, because all murder and attempted murder charges for children older than 10 start in adult court in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, and they could have sent, spent anywhere from 45 to 65 years in state prison. 
uh, where if they were a juvenile, they would have only been in there until they were 18. Um, so they were both interrogated very heavily. Um, and one of the two girls was dead set that Slenderman was telling or not, maybe not even talking to her, but she was very much under the belief that if they did not kill Peyton, uh, that Slenderman would come and harm her and her family. Which, like, I know, I know it's a creepy pasta, but even if one or both of these little girls weren't mentally stable, what a burden that you feel like you have to take care of. I am in no way justifying what they did, but to be that young and to think I have to do this to save my family, like, thank you, internet. What the hell? Just all of it. Well, and what's, so what's really strange about this, this uh, instance in particular is that the girl that thought that Slenderman was like straight up coming for her family, like no if ands or buts about it, mm-hmm. uh, was the one that did not stab. Yeah. She convinced her friend Morgan to do it. Um, which I think one of the most like gut wrenching things about this case is if you watch any of the interviews with the families, um, that that was probably the roughest thing for me was because I mean. As parents, like, I I mean, I remember being that young and being on websites. I 100% shouldn't have. I saw Last House on the Left when I was seven. (laughs) God, that's an awful movie. I just remember that the guy ends with uh, his head in a microwave. Uh, So that's the remake, but... Oh, yeah. So I don't know anything. Never mind. Well, I mean, it's the same premise. (laughs) A lot of similar instances happen. Uh, Spoiler alert. Violet coming in with the correction corner on Yeah, I love it. Um, Okay, so they were brought into uh, a court and they were like, no, you're absolutely going to be charged as adults. Uh, There is no if, ands, or buts about this. Like, you all have been made it very clear that you had full intention to kill this little girl. Um, However, on August 21st, they tried to enter a not guilty plea, uh, but the, let's see, uh, their attorneys even declined to enter plea bargains. Uh, what? So, okay, how do That's I? That's not what attorneys do. Yeah, right? I have some issues. Yeah, so they were like, we're not going to enter these pleas. Like, there's no way. Um... <clears throat> But let me see. Let me catch up with my brain here. Um, Okay. But the court decision was supposed to be made January 2016. uh, But let's see. Um, But of course, it was pushed back till April. I mean, it literally took four years to, to charge these girls. But at the same time, a ton of people didn't want them. Who was it? Anissa was um Missa Weir was given a psychiatric evaluation because obviously their attorneys were like oh well we can't say they weren't guilty but we can say they weren't they're not guilty by default of what is it mental health is that what you would call it yeah yeah um so they gave Anissa Weir the girl who convinced her friend 
uh, to attempt murder this girl. Uh, and everything turned out clean. She seemed totally stable. Uh, there were no major... There were no red flags. In Is this Anissa? Yes. Okay. Um, however, when Morgan... Morgan Geyser, I think her name was... Uh, was evaluated. She was, of course, found with, uh, it's called, what is it? Oppositional Defiant Disorder and Schizophrenia. Yeah. And also psychosis. I just learned about ODD. Did you I really? I love it, yes. I mean, I don't <laughs> love it, it's awful, but. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. That was in July uh 27th uh of 2016 that they evaluated the girls and they were like oh well she's got this this and this uh let's see the other one had delusional disorder apparently which i didn't i'm just reading this in my notes like i said it's a disaster because i took it as i was like reading articles and stuff uh but i know morgan geyser is it is it weird to get like really into like the interrogation when they kill or when they attempted to kill Peyton? Absolutely not, because those video recordings that they have in the Beware of the Docu whatever, Beware mm -hmm. of Slenderman documentary, they mm -hmm. are so interesting. What these girls say in their tones and their inflections are totally opposite from each other, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not wrong at all. Go for it. Okay, so Anissa was practically crying the whole time. She, watching her interviews made me feel like she actually 100% believed this. Yeah. You know, almost like, almost like when you hear a ghost story about your job, and you go into that job, and you hear, like, a noise, and you're like, it's a fucking ghost. Right. Saying, like, it just kind of puts this, this theory in your head. Um, However, in the interview with Morgan, it was very intensely different, but both of them, apparently Morgan, to be calmed, would like to be pet like a cat. Oh. Yeah. Um, and she apparently, this is all, like I said, just from the interrogation tapes that you can find literally anywhere. Um, but she apparently meowed and tried to, she, I can't remember her exact words, but she, she told the girl that it, it wouldn't hurt. And she was like, don't worry. Like she, I can't remember the exact word she used, but she pretty much hinted that she was a cat. Okay. So the cat girl is the stabber? Or yeah. The... Yeah. Okay. So convinced to stab. Not the one yes. that believed in it. Okay. Well, it. And so there's a, there's a ton of stuff too that I'll get into later with uh, what Morgan, Morgan is the girl that also might have cat-like tendencies. Is that the wrong word to use here? Um, probably. Uh, anyway, so it got, it started to get heavy, heavy media coverage simply because Slenderman was involved. When 
and it's kind of weird watching all these interviews. Like I watched a couple of like local news stations talk about it and they're like, what is Slenderman? But he, he's been around since, I mean, like I said, 2009. So I, I mean, I remember seeing him kind of come into the fold, I guess. And it was creepy, but it, it wasn't anything damning, I guess, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like those normal urban legends that you hear, you know, and I, I do deep dives into those. Uh, anyways, so let's see. Um, let's see. Let me get back to my life here. Okay, so re-following here, I know I'm kind of a mess. No, you're good. This is what it's like to do your story, though. Okay. <laughs> like, we all went through this. We're like, oh, my God, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Okay, awesome. So, apparently, all the way up until, so, like I said, the murders happened in May 31st, 2014, and on September 9th of 2016, one of the girl's attorneys was pretty much like, we have to stop trying to move this case to a juvenile court. It's not going to happen. Oh, um, wait, yeah. one of her attorneys? One of the girl's attorneys, yeah. It doesn't say which attorney, which girl, but... But they pretty much implied that it needed to go to adult court? Yeah. They That's really... not the right word for that, but... <laughs> Big kid court. Big kid um, court. Shit. Yeah, so... Which is pretty heavy, like you... I mean... And that was that's something that kind of bugs me about the whole case is these girls were 12 years old. Which, in my opinion, is like one of one of the most impressionable years of a young woman's life. Mm -hmm. um, but, needless to say, um, naturally they they went to adult court. Um, okay. Also, up until October 10th of 2016, their trials were running uh, jointly. Is that the word to use? They were running together. Uh, so they would both go on trial at the same time and kids would testify against them and pretty much talk about how strange they were, which, I mean, kids uh, at 12 years old that spend most of their time on the internet <laughs> probably do come off as a little strange. Right. Um, let's see. I'm also, to... are children like the best witnesses to have on either uh, side, for like, real? <laughs> don't make us go back to West Memphis 3, because the kids there were Yeah, that's awful. Fashionable, and <sighs> it was ridiculous. Um, okay. Let's see. I should have just written them down. I feel like this would have been way easier. Um, let's see. There was one thing that I read... Um, that they had to push back the, the case because apparently like one of the attorneys was like, just say that they didn't read you your Miranda rights and we'll get like six more months out of this trial. Um, that's not how the law works. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, <laughs> here it is. It's not exactly, but, uh, December 22nd of 2016, um, let's see. The defense argued that the alleged perpetrator was too young to fully understand her her right to remain silent. So they were pretty much like, Miranda rights mean nothing to 12-year-old girls, which, fair enough. Um, Maybe so, they don't know what they are. Jeez. So the, the cases were rescheduled for September and October of 2017. Yeah. So the girls are sitting at 
uh, I think 14 and 15 around here. And so one of the most fascinating witnesses in this case, I guess you would call him a witness, um, or anyone who provided some kind of testimony was Morgan Geyser, the girl who actually did the stabbing. Her psychiatrist started to note that she was so involved in science fiction and quite on like quite frankly fandoms that she believed that she could be involved in said worlds does that make sense yeah for instance like there's the thing that you mention a lot that morgan wholeheartedly believed that she could perform the vulcan nerve pinch from star trek wait that's not real absolutely not but it is for <laughs> her in her mind uh it was also later determined that her father also suffered from intense psychosis and schizophrenia mm. um, but his was manageable there's a really sad interview with him in the documentary uh oh God. which like i said anything involving like even in this era which like I said, this has been in the last four years um, anything involving mental health is just devastating to me. Right. Because, like, I feel like even now, where we have a, a much broader grasp on it, still kind of just don't fully comprehend that this could even be a thing. Like, I mean, I would see kids that I went to high school with. This is not a shout out because I I hope none of them are listening, but there were kids that would like wear the Naruto headbands and like do the Naruto run everywhere. And in my mind, I was like, that's ridiculous. Like you look like a fool. I was the Naruto kid. Oh no. <laughs> well, not Naruto. I was a Roni Kenshin. It's fine. That's fair. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, these girls were into like anime and comic books and, any, if you stumble upon creepypastas, you have to be involved in some kind of gaming network, I guess, or I guess that's not the right term. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's where I heard about it for the first time was the game that came out. I think PewDiePie or Markiplier played it. Um, okay, <clears throat> so moving right along. Um, so. In August 21st of 2017, uh, 15, now 15-year-old 15 Anissa Weir uh, pled guilty to being a party to attempted second-degree homicide, uh, but she claimed that she was not responsible for actions on grounds of insanity. Jeez. Uh, yes. They said she would serve a minimum of three years in a mental hospital, uh, which isn't, I mean, is it? bad i mean any time in a mental hospital is not great i'm not saying like oh it's a fucking party but it's not a jail yeah. wait a minimum of how many three so that would take her to like 18 right yeah which why not just try her as a fucking minor at that point but yeah. i guess she's not in a juvenile court system uh I feel like i feel like a mental hospital is better than juvie who knows though yeah That's right true. i i've read so many memoirs of these like just especially especially i i get really into these like women's memoirs of being in mental institutions from all ages several friends in them <laughs> and they sound just terrifying you know like it's it's almost like 
I, I know one of my friends was like, am I this level? Like, do I really need to be here? And I mean, naturally, if you're having any kind of like mental issues that take you to, uh, what's the word? Intrusive thoughts. You absolutely should seek help. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there are so many different people. I just watched a documentary on this woman who kept a baby doll for eight years before she realized that it was her actual baby. Oh my god. And oh my god, she would, this isn't part of the case, but she would get people to babysit the baby for her. No. She was out, out in the world. She was an artist. Like, she, it, it's so sad. Oh my god. But and no one said that. No one. Well, no that's. One. I'm pretty sure that's an episode of My Strange Addictions. Oh, I I could believe that. I mean, I mean, a smaller scale, obviously, but same thing. Absolutely. Maybe. Um, so moving right along, uh, man, there was this really cool thing, and now I've lost it. That Anissa read. I mean, did so the people that watched the documentary or know Sasha, have you watched anything about this case or read anything or Nope, just the uh unsolved mysteries that doesn't exist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Uh so um I'm pretty sure both of them issued statements of apologies to Peyton. The girl that they drug yeah. into the woods. I should note that they tricked Peyton into going. So they attempted to kill her three times in essence. Or planned. I'm going to say planned. Which they all talk about. Uh, the first time was at Morgan Geyser's house. Uh, during the sleepover that they had. And I think Morgan. the girl, The girl that stabbed her was the one to always kind of back out of it. Yeah. She was like this isn't the place. I'm not ready for this. Like, I can't do this. And, but here you have Anissa who wholeheartedly believes her family's going to get murdered if they don't, which there's a whole nother thing. We'll get into that on why. <laughs> um, but anyways, so on December 21st, 2017, because they were both charged separately, uh, Anissa Weir, the girl who convinced her friend, to stab this girl 19 times um was sentenced up up to 25 years in a state mental institution she will be 37 years old at the conclusion of her sentence wow i didn't know that 37 years old um which her her case is i mean they're both gut-wrenching i i'm obviously very invested in both of these girls because i i almost i understand that they absolutely needed to be tried as adults but at the same time like oh just 12 year old girls i don't know I, it's probably just a a sappy thing for me but <laughs> it, it breaks my heart that they were like originally like at the start of this case they were like 45 years in jail you know it's it's absolutely insane, but at the same time, nobody in the justice system has seen something like this before, yeah. I believe. I mean, that could be totally inaccurate and probably be a correction next week. But to have two girls come together 
and both agree to do this seemingly. Oh yeah, it, to stab it was someone. All, all for this, this fictional character, who one believed that would kill her family, and the other believed that she just saw him in person and that he was real. And just, I just like nobody's ever seen that. People are like, "What do we even do with this?" Oh yeah. How do we, how do we punish someone that's not even real? And who, not for lack of a better word or phrase, like who do we put that blame on? Well, These girls. And I think too, I mean, the cases that are like this are with older generations, I feel like helter skelter. Right. You know, like, I mean, thousands of people, we have situations going on right now in this current day and age that are still claiming that video games cause people to have violent intrusive thoughts, which I don't agree with entirely. Um, I read a case while I was looking through like stuff for this. I read a case about a 17 year old boy who stabbed his girlfriend to death because of Dexter. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it all depends supposedly. on the state of mind that person was in, though. Absolutely, that's, because that's exactly what was happening with I think Morgan was mm-hmm. her name. Is yeah. that she was in such a weak state. She knew something wasn't right in her head, but she didn't yeah. know her dad had schizophrenia. She didn't know that that was a possibility for her. She probably didn't know what schizophrenia was. Absolutely and not, yeah. That lack of communication just made her be like, well, I see this figure, and it has tentacles, and it's going to kill my family, so it's real, and I see it. And there we go. Exactly. And, I mean, there. I mean, she saw tons of things. She said that Professor Snape from Harry Potter would often come to visit her. Yeah. In the hospital, or in in not prison but wherever they were being held um so that brings me to morgan geyser who uh, she just she breaks my heart just every time i like see anything with her she's it's not that she doesn't look remorseful i just really don't think that she has the mental capacity to understand the levels of what she did right uh, which, and like I said, I, I'm also not defending these girls whatsoever, like at the end of the day, but it, it was sad to kind of see the parents talk about how everyone was just like, your daughter should be burned at the stake. And, and it really opened my eyes because when I first started reading about this case back in 2014, I was kind of in that same boat. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, you're just using a scapegoat. But, like, it, even then, in 2014, I had no idea of the scope of, like, mental, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Mental health had, had such an effect on people like this. Yeah. You know, like, I'm still, I'm still grasping new things, I feel like, uh, on mental health. So, On that note, on February 1st, 2018, Morgan was sentenced to the maximum of 40 years in a state mental institution. Um, She will be 55 when she completes her sentence. Oh my god, Morgan? Yeah, the girl Uh, that stabbed the girl. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, 55. Um, She's allowed, I think... So this was something kind of odd too is the the girls didn't get to see their parents forever. Hmm. When they were first arrested, like 
it was like months and months before they were able to see their kids. Which, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, I have links to all of these articles somewhere. Um, but yeah, it it was... Oh, yeah. So this case literally just got settled last month. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. The But the, the testimony... Not testimony, I guess. The apology that Morgan issued uh, prior to her sentencing was so heartbreaking and and that was the moment where i was like these girls have no idea what they've i mean they know what they've done but i just i really don't think they could they could comprehend any of right. it right did uh, you see that section of the um it was in the documentary where the detective is talking to morgan and she goes well because they the girl peyton that they stabbed they called her bella yes and she goes is bella um, like dead or something, and he was like, "I think they're taking her to the hospital." And Morgan goes, "Hmm, I was just checking." Yeah. Like, there's no way that she has totally wrapped her mind around what just happened that day. Oh yeah. No freaking way. Um, no, absolutely not. And and it was kind of odd to to see the the internet, the whole like, I think what's interesting is there's a big section in the documentary where they talk about uh the issuing of ipads because mm -hmm. and this the weir was in choir correct it, was, it was a class where they were allowed yeah. to have an ipad and she would i mean a lot of people i think i think something too and i'm completely guilty of um goes straight to the parents and they're like what are you doing to let this happen mm -hmm. like what are you not doing but to be totally honest i mean even look at like if you think about it look at closeted like lgbtq plus kids yeah like their parents have no real even if they sense something off they don't grasp anything the way that like your friends would well it could also be and i have no clue what this is like i'm not a parent i have a dog we've established that it could also be recognizing something in your child and just not just being like i can't with that i'll deal with it later you know yeah, yeah absolutely um and i want to end this on i don't want to end it on a funny note because there's nothing funny about it like these poor girls are like just the whole situation like i said i really was like i tried so hard to like really get into a different case because i wanted it to be kind of goofy and funny um but all of it was very like heavy like christianity inspired right. so i was like do i really want to get into being like so sacrilegious like right out the gate everyone's like oh violet's first episode she hates jesus no um <laughs> i really didn't want to um I a little bit so about me a <laughs> <laughs> little bit about me Miss hi i'm 27 uh not too big on jesus but i love easter <laughs> eggs are my shit no i don't like eggs actually Oh, that made me nauseous just thinking about eggs. Okay. Oh, I was talking about the Reese's peanut butter eggs. Yeah, oh, right. Okay, okay but they're shit compared to the Reese's pumpkins. This is true, but they will do for spring. So, 
if this tells you, okay, this is not funny. It's funny to me because I'm a douchebag. Let me preface this. Here's the douchebag warning. Hashtag douchebag warning. Um, <laughs> Insert air horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like I said, not funny. But the city of Madison, Wisconsin held a festival uh, to raise money for uh, Peyton's medical costs. Oh, no. Uh, but the festival was a bratwurst festival. <laughs> okay. What? Why? I can't do not. Um, which, hey, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Uh, and <clears throat> if you can cook a damn good bratwurst, like... If you can stand at a grill for four hours, stand at a grill for four hours. I've always wanted to go to a chili cook-off, but that would be like, chili cook-off to raise awareness for a school shooting. Like, Ooh, yeah. Like, so it, that's kind of like I've always wanted to go to Mothman Festival, and I was planning on doing it this year. And then I talked to a guy, I think at Conuga. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out if you're listening. Hey. hey. <laughs> that was like, it's kind of surreal to go to a festival where they're like celebrating and being wacky. That's like kind of monumented off of like the people. death of 23 people. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like a number. mega bummer. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the movie the movie scares the oh yeah oh my god no i i was so hyped for that movie because i love is it deborah messing that's in the Wait, is this mothman? Mothman? yeah it's called mothman prophecies i know richard gears but i'm pretty sure it's i don't know if it's deborah messing no but i have to watch it I oh to, let's see see who is in it because... i know that's what i was gonna do just my kidding mom made me read watch it, it when I was little. Laura Linney, Deborah Messing. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Of I did uh not know that. of uh what is it? Will and Grace. Yeah. Will and Grace Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what I know. <laughs> Daytime television. <laughs> <laughs> Sitcoms from the early nineties. I thought that movie was pretty creepy, but I saw the preview, it was on one of my VHS tapes. I'm pretty sure for Willard which is another great movie about a guy obsessed with rats with Crispin Glover. Great is not the best word to describe the movie, but it's great for me. But anyway, <laughs> in this trailer for the Mothman movie, and it still makes me cackle to this day, because it's PG-13, so I can kind of get away with at the video store I work with. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> my boss is going to be like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> it, Editing to the rescue. Thank you. Um but no, uh, it always cracks me up every time Richard Gere, he's like on the phone with supposed Mothman and he's like, what do I have in my hand? And you just hear the like Mothman quote unquote on the other end going chapstick. No. <laughs> yes. uh, he opens his hand and there's like this Katy Perry cherry chapstick. And it's not Katy Perry, it's the regular flavor. Uh. Well, <laughs> that's where my brain connects dots, so. But yeah, that, so every time I, I see that movie, I just go, er, chapstick! In just a weirder voice. So I, I hope that... it's on HBO. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I don't think it is, but... I it... think that er is actually, like, part of a sentence that's been sped up so fast that you can't tell what it is. Yeah. Is I don't like that. Creepy. 
It's kind of like those weird vines where they like take scenes from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and they like make the voices different. It's like Ooh. eight different pitches in one. Oh, I hate it already. I love it. <laughs> so, Maisie, we're going to need you to report back on the Mothman Prophecies next week. And if it's on HBO, about it. But if I have to buy Amazon Prime for it, I'm not here yet. Well, it's fair. You should buy Amazon Prime. Regardless. I know I should, but we are in the state of Oregon where we had to actually pay taxes that year, and I'm pissed about it. Ugh. You can totally use my Amazon Prime. No. <laughs> Let you do Cody, it. I'm gonna take your HelloFresh. I'm not gonna take your Amazon Prime too. Oh yeah, um, I got that card for free, so <laughs> Cody, I'm glad you chimed in though because there is a massive conspiracy theory behind this murder. Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 not like massive, but I've I mean... only watched it like on 2020 and 48 Hours and Dateline. Like I haven't really researched, so tell me about this conspiracy theory. <laughs> Okay. I only watch it on three different outlets. It's fine. <laughs> Let me have the yeah, long. Conspiracies <laughs> on those because it's too mainstream, you know. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm good. Um, <laughs> I really almost wish I would have kept the mic on for that because it's a really good hacking up along. But anyways, okay. So naturally, there is a group of people that do believe, and this is kind of where, like, I kind of I don't. <sighs> Let me preface it again, douchebag. Um, <laughs> light ham horn, but uh, I I'm a very big skeptic. When I think, when I really think about things, I'm like, mm, no, no, I don't think so. But like in the moment, like one day, like the the Dollywood fireworks scared the shit out of me, and I was like, oh my god, there's a ghost in my house. So I'm a skeptic after some evaluation. <laughs> But there are a large group of people that do believe that this mansion exists and that mm. these can come and live. So, and I should state that in the mansion, it's not just Slenderman, it's a ton of other creepy posses that like. Oh, live. yeah, they all live in like the same house. Um, and there are. There are a ton of people who believe Slenderman is real, despite the, like, the creator of it all being like, no, 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 uh, no, not a thing. There are a ton well, of that think- I mean, I can't find the Unsolved Mysteries on it, but I'll keep looking. Sometimes I fall asleep when I watch it, so I don't remember all the shows, but <laughs> I can't, I mean... If he really was made up in 2009, like, I can't imagine there really being a mansion that they all live in. Yeah. Weird. I mean, naturally. So, also, here's just some input I would love from you guys. What do you think? So, there is, I was going to save this case, but I I thought it was a little tacky. They're making a horror movie, not based off of the murders, but I should note that there was this rumor... I need to find this article or at least correct myself in the next episode. There was this rumor that Netflix was going to make a mockumentary of two girls that kill their friend in the woods and Slenderman is actually real in the mockumentary. It's like Mm. handheld found footage. But there is an actual horror movie about Slenderman coming out and it causes people to inflict pain on themselves from what the trailer kind of shows. Or else Slenderman will come and get them. I don't like that mockumentary idea. 
Oh, the mockumentary. So the mockumentary was going to come out or they were going to make it. And then HBO was like, or the, the filmmaker, I, who I should have really credited for all of my research. <laughs> Not the, all of it. Of the documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irene Taylor Brodsky is her name. Because yes, she also did that one about her, her deaf parents, correct? Yeah. I don't know, but she's from Portland. So I'm like, wee! <laughs> Shout out. Um, but yeah, no. So they were like, no, no, no. We're making a documentary about these murders. Like, this is not something you can make money off of, which. Oh, man, that would be a great thing to do on my next case is the Amityville Horror. Um... <laughs> but I really want to do a cult. I want to do a cult. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you see, like, the Amityville Horror has been proven time and time and time again to be fake. It was absolutely fake, but uh, spoiler alert, it's not real. <laughs> but I mean, they, they used a movie about the Amityville house like last year. <laughs> so it it's I I think murders like these kind of uh, did you did you ever see The Sacrament, which was a horror movie made based off of Jonestown? No, but I have to now. Oh, that one is incredible. Man first. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to make a list of movies I need to see, I guess. Shout out to Eli Roth and uh, Ty, I believe Ty West directed The Sacrament. Don't quote Ooh, me on that. We like Eli Roth. Uh, yeah, we do, even though I don't know about Death Wish. But anyways, uh, this is this is not sponsored by the Death Wish remake. By Eli Roth, not sponsored. <laughs> Eli Roth, if you want to sponsor me, I love your wife and your <laughs> I subject all of my friends to your to your movies um but anyways <laughs> uh, yeah there i mean i've seen horror movies based off of like actual murders but like jonestown happened not like is it too soon like i'm not saying that like but also is it too soon like these girls were still in the trial during the process of like netflix being like we're gonna make a mockumentary uh yeah i think that's ridiculous and they shouldn't but what do you guys think about there being a horror movie? I mean, based off of Slenderman, now that the case is settled, I don't know if they'll... I, I'm really curious if they'll mention anything about the case. I wonder if they even can from, like... I know they absolutely cannot use those girls' names from a legal standpoint, but, like, how much would they be willing to get away with? And will they even try? Or will it be just based on the fictional character that is Slenderman? Because... I, when I honestly started watching this documentary, I kind of thought that that's what it was going to be more about was the, like, the urban legend, the folklore of it all, and was pleasantly surprised when it wasn't. But that's all fine and dandy, but I, don't, I just don't have the warm fuzzies about them bringing those girls into it at all. Yeah, I don't think they would. They'll probably use, like, two 12-year-old boys instead and try to, like, wing it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Which I still think might be tacky. Like, yeah, a right. die hard horror fan who's, I, I've watched movies and I'm just like, eh, there was a shitty movie. Oh, sorry if, like, for some reason the director listens to our podcast. It's not shitty. I just didn't love it. But, like, there was this movie, the Banshee Project, about, uh, oh, what's that crazy drug they experimented on? I know Cody's going to know it. LSD. We talked, it's not LSD. It is a form of LSD. Oh, man what is that called the one they gave like the scientists and they like they jumped out of the window and killed themselves and stuff i think 
Yeah. Oh my god, you said two words and Cody's on it. I watched it. I watched it on panel way back in the day and I fell asleep during it. The movie's called The Banshee Project, but anyways, there's a character that's supposed to be Hunter S. Thompson. Hmm. My favorite writers and authors, rest his soul. Um, and in the movie, like he's obviously, like obviously based off Hunter S. Thompson. And Hunter S. Thompson killed himself uh, in this suicide note called, uh, I think, Football Season is Over or The Season is Ended, something like that. Um, that would be another corruption corner, I'm sure, for me. But <laughs> this movie, the, the, the like character based off of him is convinced to kill himself by the Banshee drug or whatever. Uh. And hella tacky. I was like, oh, I was livid. I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go see the movie, but I will be pretty, not disgusted, but that's the word that comes to mind. If they like kind of involve these poor girls, all three of them, all three of them. And like I said, I'm not trying to justify these two girls and their actions, but. Ugh, ugh. It ain't pretty. Yeah, gives me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. Uh, Pasha, you got any? You got any thoughts on this one? <laughs> I'm nervous to be friends with anyone now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've successfully passed the age of twelve, so <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel a lot of ways because I definitely went through that phase as a child where. I meowed like a cat and wanted to be pet. I think I was younger than 12, but, you know, it was... But... I do weird things when hormones are involved, and puberty sucks, so... And it's so scary how readily available the internet is to people now, in my opinion. Yeah. I refuse, though, to, like, let that be an excuse for things, because information was are always available it's whether or not you wanted to get it um i mean you just need to look at the books of oh god what's his name he writes all the cthulhu books oh hp lovecraft thank you get it it's gonna kill me yeah so i mean hp lovecraft wrote fucking nuts stories and he didn't need anything but his imagination to come up with that stuff and you know people did crazy shit based on those books and so it's not excusable but you can't blame what people read and do for what they do like i think they're responsible for their actions up until the point that mental health is involved so. yeah because there's also people that don't read crazy stuff or watch crazy stuff and still do crazy things so oh, yeah or just watch Fox News. No, I'm just kidding. Aww. 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 Silly old Violet. Such a liberal. <laughs> Such a liberal. <laughs> but also not wrong. <laughs> we just lost like 40 followers. Sorry, Maisie. We're going to have to take some to get those back. <laughs> That's okay. Take a second because it's a pretty big event. Who watched that fucking OJ thing? Oh, I didn't because I'm so angry. I, I thought got... he was guilty the whole time, so. He absolutely is, 100%, in my opinion. But I was kind of shocked. I was talking about it at work the other day, and I was just like, isn't that crazy? And they're like, well, he didn't, so it's it's all just propaganda. And I was like, 
wait, but it was aired on Fox News. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> but but no, I I watched the whole thing and it's it's disgusting. Like I it's disgusting. <laughs> if we're gonna say haunting funny, we're gonna say disgusting funny. I liked whatever that was. That was very um uh what's his name? Nick Kroll, ghost ghost bouncers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ghost bouncers. <laughs> but... I can't wait for you to do paranormal because I'm just gonna scream ghost. Ghost on the whole time. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> OJ is very upsetting. I watched that you sent that link and it was the TMZ interview of what's his name? Like Vic or Van or some sort of the V. Uh, the TMZ guy. Vic or Van. It's Harvey. Oh, yes. just kidding. Big TMZ. I don't know. It fan. might not be. <laughs> Sponsor is TMZ. Um, <laughs> totally kidding. Please don't. Um, and he was like, he goes, OJ goes from like first person to hypothetical frequently and so i watched a clip and i was like oh my god like how oh. how did the reporter not like be like um hey or police take this you need this oh so that's my thing it supposedly and i've been digging for the exact truth <laughs> story that night i was just like getting a little buzz i had to open the next morning like i remember posting on snapchat i was like i'm fucking livid about this like i really was <laughs> i saw that <laughs> I was so mad because one of the one of the reporters that they interviewed on this was like, supposedly this has been sitting in a basement since 2006 and someone just so happened to find it. But mm-hmm. that was like 12 years ago. Are you ready for a conspiracy theory? I have one for you. And it's the worst conspiracy theory. So supposedly they've been hanging on to this for like the right moment, right? Mm-hmm which I feel like should have been, I don't know, when he was on trial. Well, it was in 2006, which is when the trial was over. But any time would have been nice. (laughs) Um, But supposedly, so this is all coincidental and all that jazz, but so they aired that the night, it was this past Sunday night, and it was the premiere of American Idol. Hmm which used to be owned by Fox, but is now owned by ABC. Oh, no. They said it in the exact same time slot, supposedly, and they were just like, we have to drag attention away from American Idol. And who the hell would be like, no, I want to see people get famous by Lionel Richie. I mean, that being said, I've watched a lot of clips (laughs) from American Idol. (laughs) Because I was like, shit, I missed America now. Um, but no, and I, I thought that was really, really sketchy. That, like, they've been holding on to it. And who just stumbles on and is like, this is crazy OJ interview from 2006. Uh, yeah. So. That's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Money talks, I guess. <laughs> uh. Anyway, if you haven't watched it. You can do it how I did it at first and watch it in 57 segments on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) I watched every single one. Um, Or it's also on Hulu, apparently. Uh, Which, like I said, I watched the whole thing and most of it's just like kind of cringy because you're just kind of like, oh, he's such a scumbag. Or you love O.J. Simpson. There was someone talking about how uh, oh, I watched, I was so into this that night. I watched this uh, Australian 
like good morning show <laughs> talk mm. and this guy was like i saw oj simpson in a hotel lobby two years after the fact and people were lining up to get his autograph like nothing had ever happened like he didn't murder so there's a solid percentage of people that think you didn't do it but yeah jesus wow let us know on twitter or instagram if you watched that oj thing and think he's innocent i want to talk to you yeah let's let's chat it the fuck up right Jeez. Yeah. At murder blows for both. Ooh. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. This has been your hostess with the mostest. Uh, we forgot to fucking introduce ourselves again. <laughs> well, we <laughs> It's disgusting. Like, I... It's disgusting. 